1: Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes and clean out your ears cuz it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right. They're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one what is it? An hour, two. Who cares? Who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now or else Warhorse is going to I don't know. roll your ass.
0: Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order the Wrestling Booking Unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet doing a live snap review of AEW Revolution a day after it aired because of reasons. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent Cafe. What's going on, man? How are you?
2: All I can say is that I hope this app works better. Than Bleacher Report did in North America or in the United States. Because holy fuck balls, did I have some issues with bleacher
0: yeah. report? I at I it at a theater and uh but they kept advertising you know, talking about on the brand new bleacher report app. And I was like, that's never a good thing. No to be a brand new no. version of an app right before a big pay-per-view. Never, 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 never never. never. Never, never never also joining us from up never. north who probably had a better stream situation. J L B, what's going on, man? How are you? It goes
1: good. It goes good. I got my little stream on Fight TV
0: and Perfect.
1: No issues. <laughs> One
0: so ever. I I mean in fairness, my stream was perfect because I was in a theater and I got to see it on a thirty foot screen. That's fair i would have ordered it on pay-per-view but i honest to god didn't know how my pay-per-views worked on my you know i i gotta be honest like when the streaming works right it's great because you do the stream and then you've got replay capability whereas you don't really have that on traditional pay-per-view and you don't have that when you go into a theater that was that was my thing. I said to my coworker at work, I was like, the only thing is I, I gotta go home now and I gotta watch Raw, but I don't wanna watch Raw. I just wanna rewatch the pay-per-view from yesterday, but I can't.
2: Which I could have done, but I had a podcast to do tonight. So I literally
0: Oh, a- don't you dare blame it on the podcast. Oh, I
1: thought that I thought you were saying that's why you didn't rewatch it. Sorry.
2: <laughs> it is. Okay. I, I was prosecuting a murder today. And the prosecution oh. of the murder was Bleacher Fucking Report, <laughs> yeah. and so I had to work late to research Bleacher Fucking Report. <laughs> Every fucking time I had to do it on Bleacher Report, it's shit. If it they was, would let me have fight like they did the last well, three times, it would have been fine. So, but no, it's Bleacher Report. So there's have you a lot of speculation on fight, though. I feel like fight. They,
0: they've done fight occasionally, but. Uh, this so last at three, least this recent fighting, time,
2: no problems.
0: Yeah, this time, it, they it was not available in America on Fight. Uh, I am gonna pay, fight was just a non-U.S. thing. I'm okay. gonna pay
2: twelve dollars a month to get a VPN, which I should probably have anyways.
0: Right,
2: and I'm gonna pay twelve dollars <laughs> a month to get a VPN just so I can fucking order it on Fight.
0: Well, what I was gonna say is um if if the dirt sheets are correct this might be the last time that uh we have to order it on on fight or won't or on bleach report that it, because it'll probably be starting on a streaming service before the next one uh all, a lot of the reports were they were really close to a deal with hbo max but they did not want to announce it until after revolution because they didn't want it to Potentially hurt. Well, and that gives them a,
2: a chance to try out. Hey, Dynamite's also on HBO Max tonight. Mm-hmm. Hey,
0: yeah, that's it. Work work out the kinks with it. With which the, is
2: exactly what game. WWE should have done with the uh with the the Peacock thing. Peacock. Is wait, 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 Both.
0: You're, you're telling me the WWE rollout on Peacock was a shit show.
2: It was as much of a shit show as last night was. It fucking sucked. I seriously have no clue. I mean, I know that Hangman won, but I have no fucking clue how that match went. Uh, it was fire. Oh, what I'm sure it, it was. Uh, I'm I'm also so, absolutely so certain. But before we fire. get
0: into all of that, let's get let's get our WWE uh, paperwork out of the way. Uh, four final, final packs. Which one are you? The doing? one with AJ on the front. Um, they all have AJ on the front. Oh. Dipshit. <laughs> Pack two. Pack two. Okay. Tupac. Tupac. As I throw one yeah, mama. I <laughs> cool. Let's see. See if we get anything good. I got so fired
2: up, I'm going to take myself off screen for a few minutes. That's what I'm going to say. I'm infuriated, man. First then, course,
0: up, the stream. Cedric Alexander. All right, all right. I'm not no, no real complaints. Second up, Eric of the Viking Raiders.
2: Still around for now until they decide that Ivar is the more
0: entertaining one. Still around. Oh no! I think this is wait. technically a rookie card.
2: So who is the Tucker of that group?
0: Zia Lee. Mm. But the reason I say it's it's got gold foiled numbers on it, seventy-five of
2: ninety-nine. Oh you might have a special card there.
0: Yeah, so uh the first of the two Allen and Ginter ones. Oh nice. Oh uh, nice. not with the company.
2: Well no <laughs> the fiend is still with the company. It's just in having uh, Alexa Touché, Best right Yeah,
0: now. The second Alan and Ginter Retired. Yeah. yeah. Still a pimp though. Still a pimp. And Carmella well, has
2: money not only with the company, but has her own reality show.
0: And then the final one, still <laughs> with the company, Jimmy Uso. Oh. Although, in fairness...
2: That is day one issue to Uso's.
0: Yeah, well, I and mean, in fairness, one of those Uso's probably should have been fired half a dozen times over. But
2: I believe it's Jimmy, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I think Jay was the one that was behaving, and Jimmy was...
1: Oh, it was one of the twins, I'll tell you that much
2: It's the one that's married to, uh, what's her name? Naomi the, the, the UIs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, who doesn't deserve better Anyways, we will get on To our Oof-ta. AEW Revolution review Uh, Before we do, though, I always take this moment to remind people we are part of the Tatnus Co podcast network. So you can head on over to tatnusco.com. Links in the doobly-doos after the show. Head on over there, see the other shows on the network, uh, tell them we sent you, and then come back here for more goodness. Um, We go live uh, usually every Sunday night and uh, Tuesday night uh, to do our our show. We didn't go, well, technically, I went live shortly Sunday night. To let people know that we weren't doing a full show Sunday night because of how late Revolution got over and uh, streaming issues and such. So, um, but yeah. On that note, we're going to go ahead and get into the AEW Revolution review. And this is going to be probably an interesting one since one of us didn't get to watch all of it. Um, and, And all that, but the way we do our reviews is different than most places. So I always remind people, we don't go down... One at a time, each match and and grade it like the other worst. places. Whatever, we go through and and we just rate the goods and the bads of the show. Um, starting usually with the bads and then moving on to the goods. Uh, because that's the way. <laughs> uh, we think it's it's better to end on the positive. I got to be honest. I think we're gonna probably struggle to get a lot of the bads. Um, uh, for this show because I I just don't think there was that much bad about. I it. I have a few okay that's
2: good starts with bleacher Um, and ends with report
0: bleacher report yes and so unfortunately (laughs) that's not part of the show that's just the streaming thing but you can you can pull that out whenever you want that's fine um the problem is that's not uh that doesn't fall under the category that our first category is which is worst match of the night emphasis on the word match
2: Bleacher report report with u.s uh with u.s patrons that they didn't match well.
1: Patriots? They didn't match up well. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, the TBS match. I thought it was bad.
0: The Jade Cargill?
1: The Jade Cargill. I mean, the so, Brooks match was better. So I can't say um, uh, Brooks. A uh, Britt Baker's match was better. Uh and I thought all the other matches were just pretty fire to the point where I can I can't dare choose them as worst match of
0: the I mean, it, it is rough, right? Um, you know, because of course there were the three kickoff show matches, which don't count really for this because they weren't part of that tick troop. I mean I would have chose fired. Hook. I would have yeah, chose- Hook versus QT Marshall because I fucking hate QT. But it was it was a fucking you know three minute long, exactly yeah. squash match. Um, I was a little disappointed in the Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander match because I I do expect more out of both of those. But it was a kickoff show match that lived up to the kickoff show. Um, right. The House of Black versus Death Triangle match was main card worthy but when then you get to the cards that were on the main card the matches you're like I don't know where I would have put it so kickoff shows where it ha- lands um, I can't I can't in good conscience put the the uh Jade Cargo match cuz I I don't think it was the worst match I don't even think it was the worst of the women's matches um I loved Britt Baker and, and Thunder Rosa this was not their best match that's fair. Far. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just didn't feel like it really ever got to where it was going. So I hate to say of the main card, that was probably the worst match of the night. I'm not saying it was a bad match. I'm just saying of the matches on the main card, it was the one. If I were to have to say of them, which one was the worst? That's the one in my book.
2: Okay, I I am under an assumption.
0: I'm on. Un- um, he's under an assumption that he that- disappeared.
2: There, I'm back. I okay. accidentally started to remove myself. <laughs> anyway, I'm under the assumption that um the Hardy andrade because the first five minutes were great, so I'll give it that. Um, and then I've seen, you know, sting it in the balcony dive and all that stuff. So, um, and I'm under the assumption that Adam page and Adam Cole could never be bad ever. No, that was fire. That was a fire. Um, match, yeah. so I'm going to go off the matches before that, that I did see. Um, I managed to catch Moxley and Danielson and catch the entirety of it by rewinding and catching it and rewinding and catching before I was completely out on the, the app. Um, that did you was... ask for refunds? Is that I did. A... I did. I've heard nothing back yet. Mm. So They'll probably say, well, we gave you three days to watch it after the fact. Yeah, exactly. I suppose. Mm. So I'll maybe watch it tomorrow night before our show. I don't know. Anyway, um, I <sighs> based on its expectations on what we expected, mm. I have a different answer than both of you. Um, and that is the latter match. I thought, um, based on what I expected, was not as fire as I'd hoped. Um, and same with Moxley and and Brian Brian Danielson. Nah, nah, not- I'm not going to say they were bad matches. I'm just saying, based on the expectations, they didn't they didn't measure as well as I expected. I expected those to be five star matches, and they weren't. They were four and a half star matches. Um, but Yeah, I I don't blame you for the Thunder Rosa pick. Um, We saw their their lights out match, and it was uh, 50 times what that match was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think based on the expectations, I get where you're coming from. I I truly get where JLB's coming from. If a performer is somebody you don't like, um, and and you always don't like them, that's tough. (laughs) I will say that – I had difficulty not staring at, uh, uh, Eddie Kingston's belly the entire time during that match. Uh, put your straps Uh, back up, dude.
0: Well, I, (laughs) just talking about that, I, it, it's something that I seriously had thoughts about it when watching the match. And I, I know Eddie Kingston is supposed to be the every man. Sort of character. He's not supposed to be the jacked, buff wrestler. He's supposed and I also to look understand like the dude next my door. age. Yeah, but he's supposed to look like the guy next door, the guy down the street that you know you call to to help you beat up the the you know guy pervert on kids at the park or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, Absolutely. But 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 at the same point, he is a professional wrestler, and there's part of me that's like, dude. Yeah, no, you get paid a lot of money. Do a crunch. Uh, Yeah, do some crunches. Do, do you know do some of that workout that the rest of us can't do. Uh, maybe but, cut down <laughs> the carbs
2: so you're not bloated that day.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That being said, I thought that match was fire. So it was a great match.
2: Absolutely great match. It was just there was that um, part of it. I was just like,
0: it's just it's one of three matches of, of the night, night that uh, CBS Sports gave an A minus, which was their highest grade, grade of the night. Was Eddie Kingston Chris Jericho match. So and I
1: think that was very shocking to a lot of people. Uh the fact that it was first and that it was like um it was better than I thought I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so that was also a d- delightful surprise in that regard.
0: Yeah, you know, I didn't but... think it was gonna
1: be nearly as good as it was, so mm-hmm.
0: But so, you know, we we've, we've got a bunch of different options for, for worst match of the night. But I think the important thing is I don't think any of us thought the worst so match was us. a bad match. No. Right. No. Uh I I think even JLB would say that uh even though he chose it as the worst match, the no, Jade Cargo versus Taekwondi match, match No, it's alright. Like it was, all right. was, like, it was an alright match. All right match.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh it was an alright match. It's just from what I've seen, and and maybe I have to go and watch the Britt Baker match when it's alone, as opposed to when it's before it's right at it's right after the CM Punk match, which I was already super stoked and excited and on a different level of excitement that it didn't necessarily bring me down. <laughs> so maybe it, that's why I it enjoyed looks like the CBS match.
0: Sport gave the Britt Baker match the lowest grade of the main card and a C minus. Oh, um, okay, so. Um, although, I, some of it, to me, might have just been the amount of interference towards the end of that match yeah, that really kind of bugs me. But, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, I they, they were telling a story twice during that match. You had either visual pin or visual submission on Britt Baker by Thunder Rosa that didn't get counted by the ref because the ref was distracted. Right. Um, and then Britt Baker sneaks out the wind in the end. Um but it's still you, you know, even even the
2: the worst match I'm of the night, card, it was still better. Where the fuck was Jamie Hater to do her job? Like why is Rebel have to do all the distracting and Jamie Hater uh, just stands there and does nothing? Uh
0: Jamie Jamie Hater did some stuff on the outside. Um Well she threw in the title when
2: Yeah. Britt hit the she, stomp. And...
0: Yeah. Ja- Jamie Hater is the muscle uh uh rebels the distractor that's kind of the role that my question is where the hell was mercedes martinez yeah know.
1: that's that was my question i'm like why is she alone in this why isn't no one yeah why why is mercedes out? coming out to help her but yeah.
0: anyways um we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next category most predictable moment of the night Oh, wow. Um, Pre- Predictable is a little tough because a lot of the stuff that I would have predicted for this night was not accurate in the end. Yeah, I never expected to
2: see like a, a ladder ripped in half.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it's not like they've done that spot before.
2: No, I, I think that's never been done that I've ever seen.
0: I mean, except for when Wardlow came out and just ripped it apart by himself. But Not Wardlow, Brian Cage.
2: In, in was- a match, I mean. But so anyway, no, I um, I I,
1: I would say Wardlow's earning. I may be expected a better turn,
2: perhaps. I don't know. Oh, I, I think they I, worked I, just I, past that. I, I think they actually worked just past that. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it wasn't going to be the time he was going to turn. Yeah,
0: I I kind of was on that page where it's like there were so many times where he almost. He should have done right. it, thought he was going to do it. That I was to the point where I was like, I don't, think I just they're don't know do anymore. Right. Um, however, I, I liked the way they did it. Um, personally, I liked the, the coyness of, oh, I'm going to give you the ring. Oh, I oh, don't know I where don't it's at. Know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> did I forget the ring somewhere?
2: Oh, geez. I don't know. Jericho, not shaking hands. That's the most predictable moment.
0: I mean, I th- I think that does uh, solidify the heel turn for Jericho. Yeah, um, and I mm-hmm. think that's what we were kind of. And I think knowing he kind of acted
2: like he he was he hoped he could do it, and then he can't. I just can't bring myself to shake this this guy's hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dick. Yeah, straight up. So I'll say I'll say Jericho not shaking
0: hands. I, I do know uh, I have a prediction as to what we will say is the most unpredictable moment of the night, but I'm not going to say it right now because I'm going to wait until we get to that.
2: I will also say a uh, predictable moment. Swerve having his contract signing and not reading it. Um, mm-hmm. And yep. Swerve having an <laughs> uninventful contract signing. It was yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, well, I mean, it was just like, come out, sign the contract, say your catchphrase, leave. By the yeah, way, it wasn't house? really
2: in a Swerve's, was, house. It was, it was Swerve's house. No, no, whose was, house? Whose house? Swerve's house. <laughs> Swerve's
0: house. I mean, when you're when you're in a theater with like twenty people in it, uh, no one really wanted to say Swerve's house, and so it's it it really a pretty, pretty good, cool. good
2: sign that it's not going to be that eventful. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they were chanting it.
2: Yeah, and the in the yeah, place was, in
1: but it's arena, like, yeah, so. at
0: home, you know. No. Um. Yeah. I'm going to say in my opinion probably the most predictable moment of the night uh was the fallout between Red Dragon and Young Bucks.
2: But that didn't come as nearly as much to fruition as, as it, it we didn't know, come as, as
0: much but it still was a whole, a, a storyline in that match where you know Matt Jackson tries to pin Jungle Boy and uh Kyle O'Reilly stops him and says no we had a truce you know you know and then later, Kyle O'Reilly tries to pin someone, and Nick Jackson stops him, you know, and it kind of fell apart there. So, but uh, we knew that was going to happen. In fact, quite right. frankly, that was part of the reason they made it a triple threat. Is so Jurassic I feel like that was Express the only could win. They made
2: that a triple
0: threat. <laughs> well, J- Jura- Jurassic Express could win. um, and, retain. and they
2: could face any number of people.
0: Yeah. But they, and then they you could have
2: this feud off title.
0: Well that's the deal. And they could win and retain without like truly beating either of the big teams, right? right? Because now both the Young Bucks and and Red Dragon could say, "Well, we would have won if it wasn't for the other the other one." Um, right. They also did now this is this is not revolution directly but on being the elite today. Uh there was a scene where uh uh Adam Cole is sitting down Um, distraught over his loss in the main event and the young bucks came in and said oh man it was a bad night for all of us but we were watching on the monitors and we saw it but you know i mean it just it just sucks you know uh i mean it's a good thing that that red dragon was out there to help you and and adam cole sat up and said yeah i kind of wish i kind of wish you guys would have come to help me where were you and then he walks away Um, so setting it up even more for the fallout there that, you know, they didn't come out to help Adam Cole in the main event, but even though red dragon lost earlier in the night, they still came out to try to help Adam Cole in the main event too. So, um, moving on botch of the night, I think this is going to be a tough one for us to really uh, talk about because there weren't a ton of what I would call botches. Um, or if there were, they were in a way that I didn't see them. Like they weren't super obvious. Um, the only one that I'll kind of throw out there that was kind of a botch was during that face of the revolution ladder match. There was a moment where I believe it was Keith Lee threw uh, orange Cassidy out of the ring. Right. And, and he overshot, he threw him too far out of the ring, and he overshot the people out there. Who he were overshot attention. the people. <laughs> right? And apparently, reports have it that Orange Cassidy injured his shoulder in some way on that fall because of that. Um, so that's kind of a botch, but that's, I don't know, that's about the only, I, there's, I guess there's one other that could be a botch, but I'll see if either of you guys bring it up. Botch of the night so
1: i don't really know of any botches per se i I will consider this a botch with cm punk fucking flinging his chain around when he wins it almost hit the poor uh doctor guy that was in the ring, (laughs) and the rep almost got hit by it too like who the hell does that well it it was in reference
0: to the way um who was it one of the previous... Uh,
1: Piper uh, or uh, Valentine did it? or
0: uh, Not Piper or Valentine. It was a diff- different one. Uh, the previous person who did a dog collar match, he celebrated the same way. I'm trying to remember. They even kind of mentioned it on commentary, but that's mm. fine. DFA, did you have a botch of the night? Bleacher Report! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aside from Bleacher um, Report, did you have a botch oh, of the night?
2: um... I uh, not particularly not of the stuff that I saw um there was a couple you know a couple spots in uh in the uh, the tag match not the tornado tag because again I didn't get to watch any of that um except for like the first four minutes um uh but but in the other tag there was there's a couple spots that just seemed like the timing was a hair off you're gonna get that when you have those three teams out there. <laughs> Um, there was a, a one with uh Luchasaurus kind of just being a little bit timing off. Um, he takes in these fast paced matches, I do find it interesting that he takes a bump that knocks him out for six to seven minutes or, or three to four minutes fairly frequently <laughs> so that he can get into position.
0: Um, I think there's a little of that, I, I gotta be honest, I think it's them overthinking Luchasaurus. Because he is the large one in these matches. Yeah. When you've got uh, the young bucks, you've got Red Dragon, you've got Jungle Boy, and then you've got Luchasaurus. He towers over all of them, and I think they overthink it and think, "What do we do? We gotta, we gotta find a way to get him out of the picture for a while." So. So they do something to knock him out for time, so that they can all. In their minds, do their big moves realistically yeah. without having people think, well, they couldn't do that on Luchasaurus because bigger. Which I think is <laughs> them overthinking things. But... So, maybe... uh, so I'll, I'll mention the other botch that, you know, DFA, you didn't get to see because it was at the end of the tornado tag. Um, uh, But I was a little surprised JLB didn't bring it up. So um, it was the fact that. uh. Darby Allen tried to hit a coffin drop on, oh, yes. on uh <laughs> uh, who, uh Matt Hardy, um, Matt, Matt Hardy, Hardy, yeah, um uh almost all the way across the ring, like two thirds of the way across the <sighs> ring, and know. and yeah, his head barely clipped the side of Matt Hardy, just barely. Um, and they, they tried like commentary was trying, oh, I think his head caught him in the midsection or something, yeah. but, uh, watch a replay of it. And, and he, he is about a foot short, you know, <laughs> of, of hitting Matt Hardy. And so that's a botch there. That's at least worth talking about. Moving on to over hype of the night. What is the moment that they hyped up going into the show that didn't live up?
2: Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. It was not a bad match. I'm not saying it was bad. It just was hyped way beyond what the match was.
1: I, think I said it. Fair. No, well, but I I, I I think you're right though because I was gonna say like I felt I maybe overhyped a lot of these matches. And that's not to say because they were bad per se, it's just because I just had seen these guys do more and better. Yeah, um, so like for me, even the C and even the CM Punk and MJF match, as good as that match was, I felt the promo leading up to this match was so freaking good that even giving me a five-star wouldn't have yeah been left up to my expectations because of how how the buildup was. Yeah, so I, mean, I, this, I think the build up was a
2: seven star match.
1: That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know so like for me this uh this match wasn't as good as was it um Brody Lee versus Cody I think it was. You're
0: talking the dog collar match
1: the dog collar match yeah
0: yeah for both oh so you're um, saying you're saying CM
2: Punk and, and MJF is your overhype <sighs> i said Mox but no Moxley. i know right. and I, right. and yeah. i kind of agree that maybe
1: that match probably i expected more to
2: either of those had I'm a, ton of, those. a yeah. ton of
1: hype a ton of hype i think but i i just think maybe william Regal coming out Helped it for yeah. me, and it kind of told a little bit of a extra story and build a bit of nostalgia. Oh, William Regal, oh WWE fired them. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, he was there training these two guys back then. Oh, so I, I think maybe that's what helped me what for that C- match. MC, so I'm gonna have to go sure. with the yeah, so I'm gonna have to go with the CM Punk um
0: MJF. Uh, MJF yeah, see, I think you're both crazy with both of those. Um, uh, the unfortunate thing for oh, me surprise. is that this is where Britt Baker shows up again. Britt <laughs> Baker versus Thunder Rosa was hyped up so much because they kept mentioning their epic lights out match, their epic match where where you know it's it it put the women's you know, thing on the map. It was it was almost a year ago because it was it you know this um Shamrock whatever shamrock shake or whatever they're calling their their episode in, in two weeks two weeks Shamrock. i haven't
1: had whatever. one yet i have a wild i have a week to try those out <laughs> yep. yeah you have a week and then
0: you you better try them out because they disappear uh yeah. <laughs> for but a for a year and then yeah uh but it was last year at the shamrock whatever they call it shamrock slam I think Mm -hmm. that the lights out match happened between them. So it was almost a year. So they hyped it up. Oh, a a match, a year in the making, uh, Thunder Rosa finally gets her shot at the women's championship, Britt Baker, you know, all of this stuff. And and I think it overhyped the match and, and for the match that to me was the worst match of the night that those things add up to the, the, the overhype. I, I have a hard time saying that two of the better matches of the night were overhyped. Regardless of of Didn't how much hype, more they hype
2: than anything else. Okay. Yes,
0: uh, that's that's what it comes down to. Is you know, uh and the the dog collar match, in my opinion, might have been the best match of the night. I they I, I go back between that or the Adams match. Uh, I'll also, the throw match. the Adams match. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because the, the crowd was was chanting at the beginning, "Let's go, Adam." Uh, because they could chant it and be be cheering for either for side. For both, yeah. Uh, I uh,
2: I could, I should go back to Bacha that right The other one, other thing on that, um, Darby Allen's entrance video, where Sting had already been announced, and then Sting's in a car picking him up.
0: Yeah, uh, that was a little weird. It's just weird, felt th- off. That just goes back every match, every pay-per-view match they've had, Darby Allen has this entrance video with Sting picking him up. Yep. Um in Subway. Uh not apparently... usually
2: driving into a camper.
0: Yeah. Not not launching into a camper, no. that's that's new. Um mm-hmm. but uh apparently Darby Allen films all those himself. He like, does, yeah. Uh goes off and Sets them all up and films them and everything. And I don't even know if Tony Khan knows what's going to happen in them before he gets the <laughs> tape.
2: Did he drive the vehicle? I mean, I know it showed him getting out of it, but did he did he actually drove it?
0: Um, I, I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't put it past him, but I also wouldn't put it past Tony Khan being like, no, 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 no. No, no,
2: no. You no, can't no, do that. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no,
0: no. So he's uh, like, we got
1: green screens for this. Just green screens act and, like and, you're stuntmen. and right. stuntmen, exactly. We but can, I'm a stuntman. Throw, No,
0: Darby, we, I know you are a stuntman, but we no. could throw Christopher Daniels in there. He's legitimately <laughs> a stuntman, and it's not like he can fuck his eye up anymore.
2: Seth, wow. Fucking Have you harsh.
0: seen his eye? It's fucked up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's having fu- to watch his matches.
0: It's apparently fully functional, and that doesn't cause him any discomfort or anything. But the the eye is like black and red all over. Anyways, uh, moving on to worst (laughs) performance of the night. This is where we can say Bleacher Report a dozen times uh, because it failed to perform.
2: And and it was all over the, the streaming comments and everything. Like, I could read the comments. Some people were telling me how the matches were going. And then some people were like, why is this fucking app sucks so bad? The problem was there was only twelve hundred people on that particular portion of the stream, so I know on that particular server at the time. So it should not be crashing with twelve hundred people on a server watching one stream. That might be the problem. Is that they're trying to have chat?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I would almost guarantee that that's part of the problem. So anyway, um, in, in regards to the actual. Uh, matches um, or segments, I should say. Isaiah Swerve Scott. I'm sorry, Shane Swerve Strickland. Yeah, I just, mean, there, there was nothing that motivated me there at yeah.
0: all. To be perfectly honest, um, that that really was crying out to be a special seventh member of the the latter match Correct. thing. Yep. that's really what it should have been. You know, yeah. uh, this, this, and you can have a delayed entrant, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have everyone else already in the ring, b- the bells about Fighting to ring, everything. yeah, or whatever. And, and, and then, the oh, by gets, the way, there's says, one more
2: whose house? Swerzer's know, Swerth
0: house. house. Swerth house. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. I would. I don't know. Overall, worst overall performance. That's really tough. Uh
2: I mean Luchasaurus for being knocked out for half the batch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm,
2: every that's fair. every third. I mean slot.
1: that's a that's a valid point though. Because I, I it, don't, I wouldn't know who to give it to. They legitimately
2: just don't know where to what to do. And I think you're right. It's a, all fast paced fast paced fast paced Big dude, fast paced fast fast Yeah, big dude.
0: Let's get the big dude out. So we can do a bunch of fast pace again. <laughs> um worst performance of the night putting the House of Black uh match on the kickoff show. But I, then, I don't disagree. But then again, you know, about the only match that I would maybe have kicked off the main card would have been the women's title match. Jeff and Hardy not showing up during the the I I did seriously think they were hinting towards that during that match. Like, yeah,
1: because he left them again. No, am I crazy? He left them
0: again. No, no, he didn't leave. He got taken out by uh, Sting. No, right. Matt Hardy was the one who ended up getting the pen, getting pinned in the, in the right. Yeah, Andrade got taken out by Sting, and uh, Isaiah um, Cassidy got taken out by uh, Sammy Guevara's crazy-ass right. Spanish fly off the. <laughs>
2: There was a whole bunch
1: of crazy. That that was just way. That match was just way too much for me. I was like, I, oh I <laughs> think I am
2: seriously more like so excited for this uh, Scorpio Sky Sammy Guevara match on Wednesday. Like that could have been
0: last night. That the thing is, I think that's going to be big. I. It, it I hasn't said... been as hyped
2: as the other ones were last no. night. So I I. In fact, had it been last night, it would have been the under hype of the night.
0: I, I say this because it it really is. I think I think as fans we we forget how refreshing it can be to not know what's going to happen in a wrestling match because we we get so jaded that we see wrestling matches and we just like oh I know how this is gonna end just over and over and over again oh you know Brock uh, Brock Lesnar versus fucking Austin Theory oh I know how this is gonna end right. Um, yes, that was a dig at WWE for their much hyped uh Madison Square Garden show. Um but <laughs> but I I literally don't know how that match Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky is gonna end. I don't. No. Uh, because I mean it's a
2: year undefeated versus mm-hmm. probably the fastest rising star over yeah. the last eight months.
0: Um but at the same point it's like they could take the title off Sammy Guevara, and I don't think it would hurt Sammy Guevara—not the least. In I, th- fact, I think, um, especially
2: with it being the guy that handed Jericho his first loss. In mm-hmm.
0: um, and especially versus a heel, that they could have Ethan Page uh, do some shenanigans on the outside to distract him, so so that you know cause it things like that. This but could also set they're... up the
2: set up a good feud, good first feud with a good worker. For um, the the girl that's in uh, America's top team. Uh,
0: Paige Van Zandt.
2: Paige Van Zandt. You can have her feud be with Ty Conti, mm-hmm. And Ty Conti can carry her through a match, no problem, and come out and defend her man. You know, I mean, at this yeah. point, we can all admit that Ty is...
0: Yeah, so fucking... They, their social media feed is so sickly sweet that i almost unfollowed both of them on twitter because oh my like jelly bean <laughs> no it's it's not it's jelly not bean. it's not jealous it's <laughs> just like oh my goodness get a room you two like you have rooms wow. go use them um, <laughs> hey don't speaking don't as a person who's them. in
2: the budding portion of a relationship that's the fun part that's the part where yes. you say sweet stuff all the time. And...
0: Super fun. Say the sweet stuff to each other. That's fine. That's great. You don't yeah, have to tweet it out to, Snapchat, to the world. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. have to.
2: It.
0: Um, That's valid. That's yeah, it can there. be a text message between the two of you. That's fine. Right? Um, anyways. Uh, we will move on to worst move. Hmm. Darby Allen missing the coffin drop on. I her.
1: mean, yeah, I can't. but I mean, I know
0: that like, was under Botch, it's also but...
1: very hard.
2: Um, Thunder Rosa going for the lockjaw.
1: That's a valid one too. Though. You don't I have a special glove on, and
2: she's uh, gonna bite your fingers. You're not a dentist. You can't do this.
0: You don't know where the mandibular nerve is that causes the jaw to not be able to close.
1: No, she don't. No, oh, she don't. <laughs> this is a bad move for you. Yeah, you are not highly skilled and trained MJF. in
2: the art of DMDianism. What while while Punk is down, MJF turning and yelling for Wordlow for forty five seconds. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Wordlow losing the ring. Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know where that's. That's a horrible move on Wardlow's part. I mean, he found it eventually. Right? Yeah. I found it. You know. I'm Look so... at that. It was inside. I think it was in, it in his inside pocket. pocket. It's in his yeah. pocket the whole time. Uh, how did I forget that? I just I mean, couldn't be find fair, it, guy. Couldn't find Guys, it. Well, I guess kept, I'm just going to leave it here. Pockets. I'm just going to leave it here on the side of the ring, and then just go. so he could pick it that's up. Well, when you here. get it, just
2: it's over here, okay? And once yep, you get back up, Here for you. The value of that fucking ring being worth so much—it's like a pair of brass knucks. That's yes. what should happen, is—is is William Regal should come out, take that damn ring, and hand somebody some brass knucks, and be like, "These work better."
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. CM Punk melts it down into a into a brass knuckle. Just yeah, that's a it. M- massive walks
2: up to walks up to uh, William Regal and is like, "Do these work the way you're...
0: Yeah, that's
2: perfect. That's exactly the way I would do that.
0: (laughs) But okay, we're almost to the end of the worst. Last one, worst moment. No title changes. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Not a single one, and I uh, think
1: that's why I was down by the show. To be honest, with like not down, it was that makes this show
2: an A minus instead of an A. I think the, the, it does. Yeah, the, the, we, Adam Page confused with Adam Cole and get the title back. I would be okay with that. It would not be my choice of where to change the title. Where I would have changed it would have been in one of the two women's matches.
0: Yeah, I would have given Thunder Rosa the the championship. I, th- I gotta be honest, even though it was... I feel worst. like it's happening
2: soon because she's at a number one contenders match right wow.
0: away. I just I it's one of those where I I feel like they've already missed their shot like even last yeah. night was maybe too a little late, late or, on the Nerissa. yeah I think I think
2: the that. Jade I think right now it feels like Jade should be the one who takes the title off of
0: mm-hmm. off of uh, okay calm down well yeah. and that's why it, I've said this before I, I don't really like wish that idea. <laughs> I really I just, wish aew would go back to or at least steal the ideas of of some other promotions where the quote, mid-card title is like a ticket to the main title, right? Yes. Where if you're the TBS champion, you can turn it in for a shot at the top.
2: And and that's a good way to hand Jade her first loss, Um, have it be to the champion.
0: Yeah, because this way, this way, you know, uh, Jade Cargill doesn't have to lose the TBS title because I think that's where they're they're struggling they're like well we don't want jade cargill to lose the title you know Hmm. we don't want to have her we want to have her stay undefeated and and so they're like oh we can't have her lose we can't have her lose we gotta and i think that's where they need to just change things up and and if you could turn in the tbs title and say listen i've been tbs champion for so long i want a shot at the the world title, the women's title. And then you have tournament for the next TBS champion and Jade doesn't have to lose a match to move up the main card. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. The unfortunate part is, is of the, the women in, in AEW right now, I really feel like the top three that I see as, as built to be contenders right now, um, other than Thunder Rosa, who, I, like I said, I think I agree with you that maybe she missed her her window. Um, are all heels? Layla Hirsch is a heel right now. Um, uh, Serena Deeb, super heel. Would love to see her be the one who takes the title off of off of Britt Baker um, and and Jade Cargill. You can build up Monster Jade mm-hmm. without having her win by turning it turning that in. So I, I think that that's yeah. an okay move. Um But I, I, think I, was, I think it was Thunder Rose's time and it didn't yeah. happen. So
0: uh they have brought Hikaru Shida back and uh she's going to try to get a revenge on Serena Deeb. And then she might be able to be back in the main card picture again as a face. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So we will then move on. We're getting to the best, right? This is the this is where the good stuff happens. So the best moment of the night, of all of the singular moments, what was the one moment? Doesn't have to be a in a match. It can be in between matches or after matches or before matches. What moment was the best moment?
2: Wordlow setting down the ring. Just valid oh, choice. There you go. Yeah. I I also enjoyed Wordlow winning. I like. Mm-hmm
0: both of those were
2: great mm-hmm. he was my highlight last night he was my yeah.
0: highlight. Really. Wardlow definitely came to his own um i'm i'm gonna say what i i kind of expect is on uh jlb's mind but um uh, william regal coming in was the best moment yeah just just you know they're fighting in the ring after the match fighting and then all of a sudden the camera just pans and and grumpy dad William <laughs> Regal coming down, not the ramp, but beside the ramp. Like he was just in the back watching and he's like, I'm, I'm going to come out here. And then he comes out there and he gets right in John Moxley's face. And John Moxley, like a petulant brother, is like. He's like, he started it and everything, and just slaps pop. him. <laughs> the, actually, well, the exact thing
2: is the slap on,
0: Daniel, or on Brian Danielson. And then the Brian Danielson That's one later. But for, First the slap, and then kind of like eh, forehead to forehead with Moxley, and then Brian Danielson looking like the smug younger brother going, ha-ha, you got uh, in it, trouble it, for it and whatever, and dad's angry at you, and the dad coming over and pop! <laughs> and then standing there and saying, "Now do what's right and shake." <clears throat> yeah, yes, sir. yes Dad. It's yes, <laughs> okay. And then they're all both so hurt. They're is like, he oh, gonna okay. be
2: the guy for ROHT thinker? Do you think he's gonna be on? AEW
0: um, more? the reports that I read today, he's gonna be an on-screen character for Ring of uh, for for AEW as well as utilized backstage. Like uh, Tony Khan oh. has said that he he understands. The amount of knowledge that William Regal brings to this, and William Regal was legitimately talent scout for yes. NXT, and so yeah. having him involved in that for AEW is—I is...
2: I just really cannot wait for the time that he says, "We're going to resolve this the in only way possible cuts. in blood and guts." It sounds <clears> better with <throat> war games. <laughs> yeah, war games <laughs> <are so laughs>
0: But um, yeah, um, the reports on Ring of Honor are still like basically nothing's really solid. You know, Tony well, had to keep it so close to the vest that he couldn't really talk to almost anyone about it. And so he doesn't have like a real solid plan of what he's going to do yet. Um, but the reports well, have it mean? that his his plan is to have it as, as effectively the NXT for AEW, a developmental brand that's going to run separate um may occasionally have crossovers from AEW but will run separate Also, a
2: really great way to do we've talked about this previously with WWE a full um, brand split having a a break brand mm-hmm. okay you need a break like it's Moxley's struggles not being something you go and just take a break from but as an example, somebody gets injured. They can do they can do their rehab and, and do a couple of matches from the injuries. Rehab for injuries, not rehab for rehab. But um, <laughs> or I just need a break. I, I can't. You you don't need to tour for two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. go spend some time at ROH.
0: So uh, so that's the plan. But as of right now, like all the reports have it, he doesn't have like any solid like crew. Put together he they haven't even fully uh, as far as i've heard made decisions on like what channel it's going to be on or how it's going to broadcast anymore you know i mean it's no longer owned by sinclair so we're going to assume that sinclair is not going to continue to broadcast it or sinclair might ask hey if you want us to continue broadcast us broadcasting it give us money You know still
2: be it'll still be at
0: midnight on Saturday. So so (laughs) we don't know much about it. Um the only person to be progressed from all the reading I've I've looked on it, the only person that uh it's been confirmed Tony talked to about buying Ring of Honor was actually Brian Danielson. Like he apparently pulled Brian Danielson aside and said, I've been really thinking about buying Ring of Honor uh do you think that it's a good idea what do you think i should do with it sort of a thing the library Uh, is worth it but i i I, uh i I, i'm gonna go off topic a little bit and and uh uh give jlb and his co-host on his other podcast hell for the other this was all me i feel (laughs) i think i made the statement well no it it was it was your co-host i can't remember what his name is because i came in a little late but um, because he wasn't understanding what I was saying, I was in the chat trying to do this because he was he was like, uh, you know, I don't know why you'd pay $40 million for Ring of Honor. That's the reported thing, although some statements say it's as little as $20 million and some say it's up to $40 million or whatever. And and I, you know, and he said uh, WCW sold uh, for only $15 million and WCW had a bigger catalog and and you know and all of this stuff inflation adjusted um, and i go a yeah that was in 2001 and i mean that was 21 years ago it means
2: wcw was worth about three times what roh is inflation adjusted yeah Yeah, inflation and that might be fairly accurate with the wcw product that existed at the time
0: yeah but on top of it and this is what i was trying to get at is wcw sold a It sold for $15 million, but it had an offer for significantly more than that, that they specifically chose not to take. Time Warner at the time sold it for less than the best offer, right? That'd be like, if you had something and I said, I'll buy it for you for $30. And you said, no, I'm going to sell it to DA Fabe for 15, right? Uh, they specifically chose to sell it to Vince McMahon, overselling it to Eric Bischoff and his company because one of the deals with Eric Bischoff's company was that it continued to air on Turner for a certain amount of time. Yes. And Turner wanted to cancel it. So they chose to take less money for the deal than they could have gotten out of it because they didn't want to continue airing. But the biggest part of it was WCW sale was pre-streaming. In two thousand one, yes. no one thought about streaming media being something that people actually paid money for, right? Um, in this day and age, streaming media is all the whole thing. If the sale of WCW were to happen today, the catalog alone would have been worth forty million. million, you know? Oh, uh, probably closer to a hundred. Yeah, because of that. Then my other point was WWE is getting 200 million a year from peacock deal right 200 million dollars a year uh even if let's just say tony Khan spent 40 million dollars on ring of honor right and even if he only gets uh like a minimum deal off of streaming he's still gonna get probably at least 10 to 20 million dollars a year um off of HBO max or whatever thing he ends up streaming, which means in two years, that streaming catalog paid is itself. paid for itself. Right. Yeah. And that's even if he takes a minimum deal, I think if he, even if he paid $40 million a year, that streaming catalog plus the AEW current product, plus the ring of honor, current product that he brings back, it's easily worth a $40 million a year or more deal with the streaming company. At that point, he effectively bought ring of honor for nothing.
2: Right. right. Also Ring of Honor I would bet sold to not the highest bidder because I'm pretty sure Vince probably offered more.
0: Uh reports have it that no that Tony Khan came in with the bigger offer. That really? Vince McMahon, that WWE was in negotiation to buy it and that Tony Khan just came in and said what's their offer? Boom. Cuz Tony Khan himself is worth 7 billion.
2: No, and I I don't disagree with that. My thoughts were, Vince understands the value of the library. Mm -hmm. That is one thing he does understand. Now, the only
0: thing that might play into your argument there is, um, like I said, every report I've heard is Tony Khan came in and, and offered more than WWE was currently offering. However, the reports also say that WWE wasn't even aware that Tony Khan had entered the game. So they oh, were well. negotiating to buy it, thinking they were the only ones negotiating to buy it, and <laughs> and then Tony Khan comes in and just is is Mister Moneybags and says, "Here, here's all this," and uh, Ring of Honor is like sold. They're <laughs> like, "Don't you want to talk to to the other?" Nope, nope. We're taking this offer. We
2: side, side note: we don't know any of that for a fact.
0: No that's just the reports that i've been reading but but uh, in the end i it, it seems believable for me from this standpoint um i've said before businessmen almost always have a number in their head right they might not consciously think about it or whatever but there's a number and when they get offered that number they take it right because a that offer might not be there tomorrow right um, and B, I'm a businessman. My job is to make money. And if the offer comes that is giving me enough money, I'm going to take it and roll. Well, And so it could have been. And if been, you're a businessman,
2: the last thing you want to do when somebody matches your number mm-hmm. is go, well, hold on. I want to talk to the other guy.
0: Yeah. And then have that person be like, okay, fine. You know, I. I, Fuck off. You're not getting it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, I changed what, my what, mind. What? I changed my mind go if if you're not going to take my offer go go to the other guy take whatever the other guy offered you and that's the deal is you know Tony Khan came in with an offer and Sinclair was like this is what we wanted it's it's not worth us risking it to go to the other guy and say hey this other guy's been offering I mean I I sold a house and I had one offer on it I had another interested party um and I didn't say to the offer, let me go talk to the other party. I said, yeah, we'll do it because it was a, it was a good offer. And I, if I would have said, let's talk to the other party, there's a, was a good chance cause it wasn't, it was pre COVID and everything. So it wasn't in the, the seller's market that COVID created. It was right. in it was in the market where if I would have said to the people buying my house, well, let me talk to the other party that's interested. They very easily could have said, you know what? I found another house that I like just as much. So I'm going to go with that one. So that's you it. take the offer. You when The offer is good enough. You take it. Anyways, back to the AEW. We're going to move on to Breakout star of the night. And I am going to um, say what I believe D.A. Fabe is going to say Wardlow. This, this
2: is war, Lord, Lord.
0: Lord. Lord. Not only did he win the uh, giant gold hemorrhoid pillow, um, <laughs> uh, he won it in a convincing fashion, and then he came out later, and he finally did the turn on MJF, setting up what I would assume is going to be MJF's next feud, um, at, at very least a short-term feud, uh, before Wardlow goes off and, and does big man stuff. Um, so, uh, but that's, that's my pick for breakout star of the night.
2: The bright side, Sean Spears still has a job. Yeah. Yeah. That's do. Sure
0: I mean, unless he, he doesn't does have
2: that. an accountability anymore.
0: It, you yeah. know would be really funny is if, uh, they had this whole thing where MJF, uh, was throwing a fit over Wardlow, betraying him and all of this stuff. And Wardlow's leaving, and, and Sean Spears is sitting there, and he looks at MJF, and he looks back at Wardlow, and he looks at MJF, and he looks at Wardlow, and he follows Wardlow out the door because he knows that that Sean Spears isn't—MJF isn't, uh, uh, isn't going to take care of him. You know, um, Wardlow and him could be, could be a team. Sean Spears is always going to be second fiddle to, to MJF, so— I also
1: think that maybe MJF might even act like he's bitching at Wardlow and then Wardlow's going to leave and he's like, Wardlow, where are you going? Don't go anywhere. And then he just gets pissed at Sean Spears <laughs> because MJF knows he won't be able to touch Wardlow kind yeah. of thing, right? So he's still going to play that like little weak, little heel sort of ordeal. Um, with that said, I mean, I uh, Wardlow, I think, is makes sense as breakout star of the night. Guys, I'm going to have to go with Sting. I did not think a 62-year-old would jump off a balcony down three tables and live to tell about it and go back in the ring and still say hey to the fans and do a post-interview revolution post-interview thing afterwards. Like, no problem. So,
2: yeah, I so mean... Know- it- knowing that the tables break his the- break fall... I love that he basically did it like a, like a toddler crawling off the couch for the first time. He was just like, "Ah, ah." it was was just like, I don't want to get hurt really, really bad here. Um,
0: I do (laughs) think it's, it's a, it's a bold choice choosing a, uh, two time hall of famer, Famer. legendary, (laughs) uh, wrestler, uh, who's been wrestling for 30 years as your breakout star of the night. Um, the bold move cotton let's see how that turns out for you um <laughs> i'm just saying man like no it, it was it was a great i i audibly said in the theater i mean fortunately they weren't like enforcing no talking or stuff like that in the theater, in the theater but i audibly said "I it's like dude you are sixty. get down <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah when he was up. stepping
0: over that that uh railing I was I'm like, like, no, what you are, is he doing here <laughs> you are 62 you need to stop <laughs> sure and, and he said nope and like you said in the post media scrum uh, post show media scrum he he said he's having the time of his life he's mm-hmm. having the best time he's had in professional wrestling in decades uh, because he just gets to do fun stuff like <clears throat> jump off of a balcony into a pile of tables um, and he also did
1: mention going into it too when he first debuted that that wasn't even a thing that crossed his mind that he would do matches like these you know he was kind of thinking the more cinematic route um but uh, he mentioned that Cody Rhodes was the one that told him he's like dude like you still got it though when we're doing this now but like your energy is still there like you can go in mm-hmm. the ring you could still do it you know yeah. so
2: I think it's funny that Sting does better cowboy shit than Adam Page does. It's about the point. I'm doing some cowboy shit. I'm I, I don't
0: know, way. coming from someone who didn't see the the main event. Um I no, mean, he fuck did...
2: you. He jumped that's off a balcony. the balcony. Adam Page jumped off the balcony. I
0: don't I don't yeah. know if that's cowboy shit. Um Adam Page does cowboy shit
2: like
0: am <laughs> fucking tying Adam Cole to to the ropes and repeatedly kicking him in the face. That was cowboy shit though. Yeah, that's cowboy. That is fucking cowboy shit. Um <laughs> he maybe he doesn't do
1: crazy cowboy shit. He
0: also came out with uh trans right and gay right colors on his outfit in the yep. state that just passed the anti-gay rights bill, don't say gay. Um that's fucking cowboy as shit.
1: Oh, snap. Uh, I didn't... Uh, I mean, I knew of the colors, obviously, and even the tassels yep. he's wearing in the ring and so mm-hmm. on. But, yeah, I didn't know that about Ohio. Okay. Um, was it Ohio? Was it wasn't Ohio. No, it was... Uh, Florida. Uh, Orlando, Florida. Flo- Florida.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. So, breakout star of the night, though, to me, is Wardlow. It's... Hands down. There, there were a lot of other people who shone, but Wardlow, this was really his coming out party. He's been a second fiddle for the last three years and, and this is him coming into his own. and He's going to be his own. So uh, yeah. moving on to best line of the night.
1: I felt like there was one and I remember laughing at
0: it. <laughs> Not coming up. What do you guys have? I got to go back and, and fucking find, uh, Tony, what the hell are you doing? Was my line of the night. JR said it to Tony and I can't remember what he was doing though, but, um, it was, (laughs) it was during the, uh, uh, it was during the, um, Brian Danielson match, uh, mox versus danielson but i can't remember what it was but i just i actually wrote it in in our chat tony what the hell are you doing um (laughs) for coming from jr that's my line of the night although i will also give it to uh nyla rose for tweeting out right after the uh ty conti versus jade cargill match uh a gif uh, not a gif but an image it's just the uh a AEW announcement thing that says HLA is hashtag All Elite because um, <laughs> that that was a great line, but it wasn't actually on the pay per view. Um,
1: yeah, I don't honestly uh, remember any epic lines. I was too busy concentrating on the matches rather than the commentary. Jane Cargill
2: yelling at her manager. That's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Okay. Get out of the fucking way, or get out of the way, or whatever she said. Move, bitch. I can't remember. It was like. <laughs> I, I
1: remember there being something funny with um, with something CM Punk said to MJF. But I don't know. I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to plead no contest to this one. Bye. Which, amazingly, was none of was not part of AEW Revolution. There was not a draw, a no DQ. I was so happy that the Daniel Bryan match wasn't on that going to be a no DQ. You're you're
0: still on this old chestnut. There have been five of them in three years. You act and three like three of them were with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Two of them, or Daniel Bryan. Um, two of them, but but my point still be: you're acting like they're overdoing it, like WWE like does. WWE. No, no, no right. Does DQs, um, and they've done five in three years. Um, there, just there, has, the other two there have, have been more very... ties in 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 uh, Major League Soccer in the last one year than there have been. Uh, time limit draws in the entire history of AEW. yes so you're right you're right ties happen get over it um we're gonna move on best performance of the night not necessarily wrestling but it could be um but best performance again i
2: i must admit that i didn't get to see the last two matches so based on what i got to see fucking cm punk Blood just pouring out of that motherfucker's face. That's cool. I mean, more so than they, I can't, they had to legitimately be checking him for too much blood mm-hmm. because it was, it, the doctor was actually more involved than he was when Dustin was cut.
0: Yeah. This was, this was a bloody bad. night because, because, uh, that CM Punk bled, uh, MJF bled um mox bled i feel like there is someone else who bled also
2: uh aubrey edwards pushing daniel uh, brian danielson <laughs> back
0: <laughs> getting a little chippy <laughs> i was like yeah fuck yeah aubrey had a girl yeah you do it <laughs> you do it yeah um i mean i hate to say uh uh fucking william regal again but that just the the dad routine was like my favorite for the night in terms of overall performance. I just loved that. Uh, I mean, it's it's effectively what we were pitching Dan the Dad do in uh the dark Order, but amped up to eleven with someone who legitimately has a history of violence behind him. um and it makes me super excited for what could come, you know, I. Originally, we were uh, we were excited about the prospect of Moxley and and Brian Danielson teaming up to lead a group of young people by themselves or whatever. But now, from a you know, it's it's not Moxley and Danielson teaming up; it's William Regal ha- of making Moxley and Danielson team up to lead a group of. Um, I mean, I, I can just imagine this being... This is what the Nightmare Family Collective sort of thing really should have been. You know, when they when they brought in QT Marshall and, and the Nightmare Collective... Right, no, no. You bring in fucking William Regal. And you say, we're teaching these people to be killers. Right? Right.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go with the referees. The amount of blood-stained ref shirts... That I have seen on this pay per view, and how these referees were still so on point, still professional. Uh, Aubrey with the pointing, with the shoving back at uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I guess I'll give it uh, Brian yeah. Danielson, I or
0: as uh, Danhausen says, Brian Samuelson.
1: <laughs> Brian Samuelson,
2: <laughs> Danhausen. <laughs> He <laughs> could totally be. What it? Didn't he show up in? Uh,
0: he sure he did. He on, yeah. he showed up and and cursed. In fact, he sent out a tweet and he said, "War, uh, 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 yeah, Wardlow. I may have accidentally helped you win. So whenever you sell your big golden ring, I give Dan House in half." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I will point out uh, an important point to note on the Danhausen appearance. Uh, the last two times he's appeared, he's actually been wearing his ring gear, not just pants. Right? Uh, the previous times he was wearing pants and then his shirt. Now he's wearing his ring gear and his and his shirt, which could be a sign that he is close to being cleared to wrestle, and we might have an actual in ring Danhausen appearance. Here. Is he not clear to wrestle? He broke his ankle in November in oh, in a match okay. at Ring of Honor, and so he's been out out for that up until now. So he's probably pretty close, though. Um, I do want to say honorable mention uh, performance of the night: uh, the ring crew for uh, changing out the canvas. Uh, yeah. at, at least three times in the night because of blood-stained matches. Uh, cause yeah, that
2: and very fast time,
0: very fast, so fast you didn't even let him see it. But you know, go it out there because like after the CM Punk match, I was like, holy shit, that that ring is a mess, and, and they go to the women's match and it's well, clear, it's, like, it's clear, <laughs> it's just <laughs> um. But we'll move on to under hype of the night. What did they not hype at all or very little that turned out to be fire?
2: Well, they don't not hype anything, uh, no, but I cannot help but think that there was not enough hype around Adam and Adam versus Adam. Let's you go, can
0: make Adam. that argument Oh, I'll take that um moment.
2: for just and again I didn't get a to see them based on what I saw they underhyped um the the tag match the um yeah young bucks and which are Jurassic Express and red dragon I think that's just the start to a feud though um
1: that did turn out to be fire though oh
2: it was a great match great match they obviously underhyped um New signees, because, you know, they didn't say anything about William Riegel. Or swerve. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) It's an overhype (laughs) still. Fuck
0: me, man. Uh, He's just. I'm I'm going to tell you what swerved. I'm going to tell you the underhype of the night because it it was so underhyped that um, you guys didn't even mention it. The new women's championship belt that just like. Right, Britt Baker Ran just wore to the it ring, out. just wore it to the ring, and and they're like, oh, by the way, there's a new belt, and and they showed, it. and then that's about it. I'm like, the, you gotta present that shit, right? Yeah. That should have literally been at the they very will least when they
2: put it on somebody else. Apparently. Yeah,
0: at the very least, it should have been Britt Baker standing at the top of the ring, on top of the ramp. Light hits her right at the belt, so it's all shiny. Right and dramatic music and and all that that's what they should have done but no it's like she just walk into the ring and i'm like wait a second i think that's a different that's a different belt and then i realized it on
1: twitter i realized it on twitter because on twitter it showed up right away yeah and i'm like oh it is a new belt
0: now now (laughs) it's in a side note it's fucking fire it's it is a nice. phenomenal belt. Oh, it's really nice. It's everything the AW women's title should have been from right. the beginning. Number one, it fits the theme. The old one didn't really fit the theme of the other belts. Right. right. Um, you know, it was these weird little eggs and they were tiny and they didn't fit and everything. And <laughs> this one looks, it looks kind of like a female version of the, the men's title. It's different shapes, you know. The men's title has the kind of jaggedy edges that fit together, and this one's straight. But it's still a fairly similar, similar overall. It looks like a world title. Yeah. It looks like a world title, and it's it's not tiny. It's it's the right size, you know. Everything. It's great. So but that's my why
1: I thought maybe Brit would have lost.
0: Yeah, I was worried about it because the last time they uh, debuted a new title. Uh, It was Hikaru Shida who lost it later that that night. night. Right. And so I was a little worried. Like, when it came out, there was a part of me that was... I don't want to say worried. Worried's not the right word. There was a part of me that was like, does this mean that Thunder Rose is winning? Is this
2: their new routine? Yeah. Change the
0: title? Change the title? Let the other person win? I mean, I guess it's good that they didn't do that because then it would be a big tell. You know, whenever someone shows up with a new title, like, oh, oh, they're losing. Right. Okay, here here's where I think we're gonna have a lot of potential options. Omg moment of the night. You're
2: sixty two years old. That is definitely <laughs> an
0: option. Sixty two year old Sting diving off the balcony through stack of tables. I mean, we can't take something from Sammy Guevara though. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Sammy doing the Spanish, Spanish fly life. off the off the entrance ramp through How tables. Is he not dead. Um. <laughs> Uh, uh, who who went off the by the announce? Um, uh, oh,
2: Hobbs and uh...
0: yeah, uh, during that match there, Hobbs Hobbs and and Keith Lee, Keith Lee, uh, that that was was crazy. Uh, my OMG moment of the night is the one that I think it is getting overlooked, but it's Orange Cassidy in that match when he had the ladder on his on his shoulders. And then oh, uh, I
2: climbed up on the ladder and and then right, uh, grab the yeah
0: and and uh I think it was Keith Lee and Wardlow grabbed it er, and and pushed it up I think it was Keith Lee and Wardlow yeah um and he held on to it and then skinned the cat up to the top of the ladder <laughs> and tried, tried to stand to up him. to to grab it um, and then ended up crotching himself on the ladder. Uh, <laughs> but but that moment there when he when he went up like holy crap is he gonna win this way? <laughs> um, so that was, was my
1: OMG moment. I, I believe this was on Revolution. There was someone it's the second time he rude. did that.
2: He tried climbing on the people earlier yeah. in the match, uh, and he did it in the in the um, Brian Cage version of the same match. Mm-hmm. When he, yeah. he held on to Brian Cage's back yeah. until he got there. Right was there.
0: also a moment earlier on, and where someone was like holding a ladder, like getting ready, and he came and he tr- was climbing up the ladder that someone was holding, trying to get to the top. Orange Cassidy was all over the place in this ladder match. Uh, I believe that, it was in this match too. But didn't someone go through like the ladder? Yeah, Ricky Starks dove uh, oh from the God. from threw the, the ring post through the ladder to spear. Um, I can't even I remember he, who he's wearing nope. Like that, that is OMG moment galore though When I saw that yes. I'm like what the f-? <laughs> That's what I was saying This OMG moment there's, there's a ton of them I mean you, we could Pull up almost any of the matches And be like oh here's Man, the OMG moment I am going to
1: rewatch this tomorrow And I swear to god I'm going to be editing it At the same time just for all the OMG moments because mm-hmm. there was a shit ton In like each match
0: Yes, like literally every match, every match. Now I will moment. say,
2: on on the Orange Cassidy front, if if they do continue to have him try to get the the hanging ring, he needs to be successful at some point at this juncture. Mm-hmm. And the reason he needs to be successful is the same reason we talk about Kofi getting the getting back in the ring, you know, or or. Uh, any of the other people that they do that with in the Royal Rumble. At some point, that person, that has to be part of the reason they win. So at some point, Orange Cassidy's got to get up there, hang from that ring, pull himself up enough to actually unhook the ring, mm-hmm. and then let himself drop.
0: Yeah, that's got to be something. I mean, it's a big pillow, so you could put it underneath him and catch his fall. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I, how uh, hilarious would that be! If they an, did that. Another honorable mention, uh, OMG moment. Uh, Jade Cargill um, at the beginning of that match, just fucking kissing Ty Conti. Yeah, what
2: right. was that about? That didn't make.
0: It was about throwing Ty Conti off her game. Real. Oh, okay. That's uh, what it was. It, it was a power move. Uh, um, I, I will also point out Ty, that
2: Ty did it later to her.
0: Yeah, Ty did it later to her back, and uh, but Jade Cargill like. 20 minutes after the match, tweeted out surprisingly soft lips. Um, <laughs> and so that is uh, someone, someone sent out a tweet and it said, This is this generation's Hogan slamming Andre. <laughs> Just that. Fair, enough. Uh, yeah, fair enough, but no, I mean, yeah, li- literally, you could go through almost any of the main card matches and go, Oh, here's an, here's an OMG moment. Um, how I about, mean, even the Jericho about versus Chad- Eddie Kingston.
2: Taz picking Ricky Starks over Powerhouse Hops. Yeah. Like,
0: you really <laughs> would. We're not going to have
2: this kind of infighting, but if I have to, Ricky Starks. Yeah. What? <laughs> what was with the Ricky stocks? Um, JR, JR kept saying
1: Ricky stocks. It was yeah, JR making, it was, fun it was of... it
2: was making fun of Taz for saying stocks. Uh, uh, I am so late. Um, okay. it, was, like, it was poorly done, it was not yeah. very good.
0: Yeah, uh, but you could go to, like, the Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston uh, match. There was at least one or two. Uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston pulling
2: oh, down his shoulder straps and everybody going,
0: Hoop. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, the, the series of fists from Kingston before logic, locking in the submission and getting Jericho to tap out to the submission. Yeah, that getting was Jericho few. to tap. Jericho um, not Jer- making
2: good on shaking a man's hand yep. at fifty two. You don't get a, other moments like that, bud. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never get a second chance um, to make that impression.
0: Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus Young Buck. I mean, where when do Young Bucks have a match that doesn't have OMG moments in it? That's true. You know, yeah. uh, just continued those. We mentioned the latter match. We mentioned the well, wasn't there a Dragon moment
2: hunting. that uh, in in the Young Bucks match? I thought there was a high low done by uh, one of. On Nutrasaurus, um Kyler Riley still got the low, but I think one of the young Bucks <coughs> got that on it.
0: I believe if so. I there right? there was a large like the story they told at the beginning was Red Dragon and, and Young Bucks were working together um most of the time and and doing stuff and then it fell apart at the end. Um you know CM Punk versus MJF, the dog collar match was full of fucking oh my I mean even just the holy shit. CM Punk's going to bleed out. Yeah, uh, I
2: mean, it was a lot of blood. OMG, oh my gosh, that's William Regal.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he just
2: slapped both of them.
0: Yep.
1: Oh my God, it's Swerve. No,
2: no. No, no nobody got that? No no, no,
1: no. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I, I think it was at Revolution, and I'm sorry, guys. I've been watching so much AEW and Thing, I'm getting my stuff confused. There was also, like, um he... I feel like it was Jungle Boy. He countered someone, and then he kind of jumped over the other person to do a Canadian Destroyer. That might have been Rampage, though.
0: No, but I. Um, what I think you're thinking, I know. Maybe you're thinking of a different one that might have been on Rampage. There, there was was a moment on this where um, uh, uh, Jungle Boy was on the top. Um. In the turnbuckle and he did I wanna say it was like a uh Hurricane Rana on someone and then landed on his way down, flipped over and landed and grabbed someone and did a German suplex immediately on him. So oh, like okay. two moves in a row. Um, that were just chained together with Jungle Boy, and yeah, that I was an OMG moment. Yeah, yeah um, in the
2: latter match was there a was there a, a uh, not a Spanish Fly a uh, um oh it's the dangerous move that Brock Lesnar got hurt with Shooting Star Press. Who did that Shooting Star Press in the latter match, or was that also on on?
0: Rampage. No, I. there was a shooting star press at some point, but I'm trying to remember. It was like a
2: two flip shooting star press. It was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think it um, was a ladder
2: match. It might have been earlier in the Starks week. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. I thought Sammy. It was probably earlier in the week. It was Sammy Guevara doing um, something crazy.
0: You know, uh, Wardlow powerbombing Starks off of one ladder onto the other ladder suspended between them. Yeah. That, that at first, part.
1: I thought that was a mistake. I'm like, "Oh no, it's true." Okay, there's a ladder. Right,
2: there. I, and then he I'm just
0: like... stands
2: there, just looks at him like, <laughs> "I've been so dominant in this match. I'm the only one." It's it's how you really want to win a ladder match if you're a big dude. Yeah, I'm the only person left standing.
0: They really yep. did well for him there. Yeah, <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, because I know DA Fame didn't get to watch the main main event. It was full of of those moments. I mean. You know, uh, Adam Cole hit the Panama Sunrise on the floor um, on uh, hangman page. Uh, And by the time he got hangman page back into the ring, uh, page was able to kick out at two. I I can't I don't even remember how many buckshot lariats were hit. It was at least two, but it might have been three in there. And then, like I say, the 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 moment, an OMG moment was Hangman Page pulling his belt off of his the pants, rope. yeah, exactly, and tying Adam Cole to the rope, and then just kicking him in the face repeatedly. Bam, I have an actual
2: bam, texted one that I texted you guys. OMG moment: Jade Cargill dressed as Jade from from uh, uh, wasn't Kombat. it Katara. No, it was Jade.
0: She wore the green. Anyways, look but yes, it was app. question.
2: That outfit was that something. was
0: fire. Yeah, she did look really badass. With that. <laughs> um, that also is worth uh, uh, pointing out in a potential, um, uh, uh what was the word I'm looking for? Um. Praise of the night line of the night uh was when uh uh JR said she looks like a superhero and uh, Excalibur's like or a Mortal Kombat character.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like like uh, yeah. I
1: can't. I I I think I've stopped listening to JR. Like I really can't with his like old Grandfather, what does
2: he bring Dad, to the table Now, like,
1: other than that, he's good old Jr. That's it. It's just nostalgia, man. It's just yeah. he's really sounding like he's like. No offense, but Jr. Just gives something backstage, man, or something.
2: Either Jericho can go to Excalibur is
1: making you look bad, man. Like you're not going to be as good as X. You're not going to be good as like, Taz, even. Like go you
2: know, to go to a three man crew and either break up the Taz group and Taz is the third man, or let Jericho go ahead and be the third man. And JR, you have value, but it ain't on a mic anymore, man. Yeah, especially not
1: with this kind of type of wrestling, where I get it, you're trying to learn on all these wrestlers and whatever, but, like, nah, man, you just you, you, you haven't put your work in to try to know what the hell, you know? Like, you're not hip.
2: <laughs> it's Sunday night, and you know, like he can still cut that part. He'll cut that. No, I mean, he, it. does it's that night he does Sunday you know, yeah. night.
0: I was saying before what they should do is transfer uh, Jr. into a Mean Gene Okerlund role.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like interviewer. Well, He's I mean,
2: and and he'd be better at it than than Mark Henry is. Yeah. He
1: definitely would be. Yeah.
0: Although I do like, I have grown to really like the Mark Henry <laughs> uh, moment at the end of every every rampage. Uh, <laughs> where he basically just stands there while the two sides argue back and forth. And now forth it's bit, time then for the says, main event. Well, it looks like we're done talking. It's time for the main event. That's basically yeah. his whole thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, but I've I've grown to like that. Anyway, I, yeah, me too. I'd
2: like to see Mark Henry lead a stable. I, I think he could pull that off
0: but we will move on to best move this can go hand in hand with omg moment because a Is lot of the sting? times they're they're omg moments but I, I don't know like sting jumping off that's that's a hell of. A i
1: mean move. i'm going with spanish fly
0: you know didn't a see very good it <laughs> oh man <laughs> it was the, about the only thing that i didn't like about it, and this is really being nitpicky, so I'm going to caveat you, so it there. We love but you for it. Yeah, I get nitpicky sometimes. <laughs> Was, really? Uh, sometimes? To, to me, yeah, Spanish flies Spanish flies work best when there's very little setup for them. When they kind of uh, are a surprise. And like someone's running at you in the rain. Running at you, and then bam! <laughs> Spanish fly! And, <laughs> and you turned it around on them sort of a thing. And with <laughs> this... Sammy Guevara climbs up to, the like, uh, um, Isaiah Cassidy is already on the top of the thing. He was going to jump down on Sammy Guevara on a table. Sammy rolls off and climbs up there, and they fight for a little bit, and then he grabs Isaiah Cassidy, and he stands there for a bit, and he looks at the camera, and he goes, I'm crazy. And then does the Spanish fly off the top. And it was just a little bit of a, like, you know, my brain was like, why isn't Isaiah Cassidy fighting anymore? Why is he just standing there? Just elbow him. Yeah, just hit him in the face or something. Or, mm-hmm. like, let go of him. You can't Spanish fly you if you're not grabbing him somehow. But <clears throat> that's just a minor thing there. Um, I I will say, for me, the best move is what I was mentioning with Jungle Boy. And I, I wish I had the, the, the exact sequence down. But it was something like... I think he, off the top, hit a a rana. It might have even been like a poisoned rana or something off the top.
2: It was a so, hurricane rana, and then he immediately went into and then when he the other the landing, other landing. He just rolled through
0: buck. and grabbed the the young buck, and German suplex. So yeah. it was two moves in one, but it was yeah. so well done, so smoothly well put done. together that I was like ah. That was very good. Oh, hold on. OMG moment, CM Punk with ROH gear. What oh up? yes, yes, that is definitely I we should have talked about that. R-O-H- Not music, just Ring of Honor Gear. Ring of Honor. But it played into it was it was a combination of moments because it started off with MJF stealing C M Punk's music for his entrance. Right. So MJF got the CM Punk pop of the beginning of uh Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality playing, and everyone, yeah, CM Punk, and then, and then it's switching to MJF's music and him coming out, and they like, uh, but then the lights go out, the fog machine hits, and this different music hits, and you are forgiven. I'm saying this to all wrestling fans who were watching last night who did not watch Ring of Honor back in the early 2000s. You are forgiven if you did not recognize it as... Mizari Kantar from uh AFI. You're you're forgiven. A lot of us did not watch it. A lot of us wouldn't have recognized it at first. Um but the fact that then he came out in his old Ring of Honor gear uh right. and and then they played up on it. They actually showed like like pictures of his old Ring of Honor mm, gear and, yep. and and stuff like this and showed how it was it was a throwback to that and then he wrestled like old cm punk i mean and i'm not saying that he changed his style a ton but but his his ring of honor style was different than his wwe style right wwe didn't want that style so um but it it was a whole package but that you definitely should have been talked about in omg moment or best performance or best moment or something so Uh, but now the, the question I had is, um, and, and I don't think anyone asked it as far as I know is, was that being planned prior to the ring of honor sale or purchase, I should say. Um, or was that a happy accident with them purchasing ring of honor and finding out, Oh, ring of honor still has the license rights to. Missouri. Yes, um, and it could go either way. I mean, I could totally see uh, Tony Khan being like, "We want to do this for this pay per view. Let's pop out the billfold. How many do I need to peel off? Right?
2: You know? Oh, it's ten thousand dollars for this. Okay. But wait, if you increase that by thirty nine million nine hundred ninety thousand, you can You're have the Ring one- of Honor." Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Yeah. I guess well, let's go for the forty mil. Let's let's, let's
0: purchase me water. I
2: want all the music.
0: That's one I, million. So
2: I'm gonna give three all from the latter match. Um, again, I didn't get to see the the final It sounds like uh smartest move of the night was probably Hangman Page tying Adam Cole Bebe down. Um <clears throat> I don't know what a soy jack is, so I'm not gonna acknowledge that. Um, but uh, I, I would, yeah. I don't look it up for me, would you, Smarks, when I'm talking, um, I I would say the spear through the ladder in that
0: ladder match. That had something to do with like soy boys, but whatever. I don't know what a soy boy is either, so
2: <laughs> we're good. Anyway. If it's that I eat a bunch of soy, no, I'm I'm fat. <laughs> um, You're maybe saying you should eat a bunch of soy. maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to stop eating so much. You know, non-soy grilled sour cookies.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, I think anyone who looks at me would know that I I don't eat a lot of soy. The the
2: ones that I thought were the smartest moves of the night, Powerhouse Hobbs waiting for Wardlow to start walking away so he could attack him with his half of the ladder. Smart move. Um, And I don't even know why
1: they were still walking out with the ladder. Like, you just broke it in half. What are you going to do with that ladder? Sure, inflict damage. But why would you walk away from the other guy that had the ladder? Correct. Yeah,
2: it was just a poor move on Wardlow's part. However, he got really smart later and waited for Keith Lee and Hobbs to, which actually influenced the match. This is probably the biggest one that that significantly influenced the match. He knocked Hobbs and Keith Lee off the off the podium, right? And I think that that was the best move that he that anybody could have made at that moment. I don't care if you're Ricky Starks. You go over Mm -hmm. and you push Keith Lee and Browse Hobbs off and make sure they're out of the match for the rest of the night. Yeah. Smart move. Very smart move. Best move being smart. (laughs) Yep. Good enough.
1: And I I also just do feel like we should just give Darby some OMG moments just
0: because this poor guy That's is not is. gonna have oh, a like, and and Sammy the, Guevara the,
2: are living OMG moments.
0: Yeah, the thing <laughs> is, the first you know three minutes of that match was just nonstop. Um, Sammy Guevara and and Darby Allen doing just crazy shit. I don't know like, how he
1: torpedoes so quickly. Though. Yeah, was
0: fucking Darby <laughs> Allen is like shot out of a gun. Straight Um, up, you know, just goes flying out. So, but we're gonna move on to the final, final category match of the night. What was the best, the best match of the night for you? Now, I know DFA, uh, can't specifically watch like three of them (laughs) the, the world championship match, the pay, the Adams match. Um, and missed the ending of the AHFO versus Darby Allen's David Guevara, and Sting match. The vast
2: majority uh, of that match. But
0: um, but of the matches you did see, what was your match of the night?
2: Of the matches I saw... Now, I, I will say in advance that I do assume that the Adams match was the best match of the night. Um, that's me making an assumption. Um, what I would give of what I saw for best best match of the night... I was entirely invested in that dog collar match. Um, So I have to give it to CM Punk and MJF. I was fully invested. I was excited for for Brian Danielson and Moxley. Um, And I really enjoyed that Moxley tried choking him out the same way that uh, he ended up beating uh, uh, Brody Lee. And they made reference to that. Um, But at the end of the day... Um the best match for me, the one I was most invested in, the one I really was like, Oh my god, this is so good. (laughs) Is CM Buck gonna die? Yeah. (laughs) And um it was it was the one that that just had me marking out all over the place.
0: JLB, your match of the night. (sighs) And
1: I swear to you, it's I I have to rewatch this pay per view. Um, I, I for now I'm gonna say Adam Page and uh Adam Cole because I did think baby. like I I, I do, Adam Cole Bebe excuse me uh, I I didn't think that's though important. there was I know I know I, <laughs> I keep forgetting and my apologies um and last names matter <laughs> they do they do oh <laughs> uh, yeah so I mean I I think that's a given because that was a fire match but at the same time. I feel like I'm doing injustice to I don't know because I really enjoyed the the tag match. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm almost putting that three way tag match up there too because I really did enjoy. Although none of us picked anything for that tag match, which was my crazy. But um, yeah, but I I guess the Adam Cole and. Uh, the page was fire i just kind of maybe wish adam cole would a one maybe or something bigger should have happened but i mean it was still a fire match so i can't complain maybe i'm just trying to find something um to hate but yeah that's uh, adam cole and uh cowboy shit.
0: yeah for for me uh best match of the night was the adams match um from a storytelling yeah, standpoint, a um, from from a thing, I I personally was happy for Hangman Page to win. I think he does need a few more title defenses under his belt before before he loses. It's I I've said it before. It's not. Is about this the time, first time he beats defenses.
1: Adam Cole, baby?
0: Um, it's, I think the first time they faced each other. It's it the is, first um? time in AEW they faced each other. They may okay, have right. faced each other back in Ring of Honor, but you also have to remember. Quinn, they were both on Ring of Honor together, Adam uh Adam Cole was the bigger star. Adam Hangman Page was not a big star in Ring of Honor at that time. Right.
1: Right. Uh no, no, I I, I more meant in AE dubs
2: Can't disagree with Terry Brass on this. I think that that's a good move. I also think Adam Cole would be a good move, either of those two. Yeah. I Adam think Adam Cole, Cole
0: eventually uh Mr. Bebe eventually taking it off of him. Um, I mean, it, it's going to have to be a heel. So MJF being the person that takes them off wouldn't be uh, a bad choice either. You're right, um, right. but but if I, either... I don't think like anybody
2: be upset with either of those people taking that title off of
0: um No, page. but that's that's my match of the night. Although I would have to say honorable mention, very very close second is that dog collar match. Very close second. God, just um and you know i'll point out that like uh pbs sports gave three of the matches on the night identical scores of a minus and it's the adams match the dog collar match and the chris jericho versus eddie kingston match all were rated A and minus those were the best matches of the night, according I to the I think
2: M. Jericho Kingston told probably amongst the best story of all. Great story.
0: It was just yeah, a brawl match. It was just a brawl yeah. is what it was. Um, um
2: I would say, and I and I missed this as a botch earlier, but I would say in terms of a botch, um giving MJF the end of the dog collar that has just a little clip that you can pull. Yeah, and CM luck. Punk the one that can unscrew that you have to unscrew and you yeah. have to like genuinely work at. Is that
1: why he was able to
2: take it off? Yes. Yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, I mean, don't. Did, did I he think hit? it was designed that way so that he could take it off
1: mm-hmm.
2: on purpose. But, but I thought the whole point it, it didn't was really had a very long segment.
0: Well, because I was it, very it, confused. I'm like, how did he take it off? I'm like, did then he they have just like, re-clipped
2: it, like, yeah. like it. was not. I see. The, that's the
0: I missed. I missed him actually taking it off. Wow. And so I I didn't I didn't see it as he took it off. I saw it as it came unclipped. Either way, it's it's a mess up. Um it shouldn't have come unclipped. You know, oh, it should have okay. been, but I didn't see him actually take it off. I, to me it played off as if, you know, this match was just uh you know, so violent that it just kinda came off. Uh Kingston looked Awesome in the ring, Terry. You were one hundred percent. Here is the thing, Kingston. Kingston is a wrestler that's been underrated for a long time, and and this is an example of him showing off his skill in the ring. Uh, It was a great, it was a great match. It was still more of a brawler match than, uh, you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more technique in it. But uh, well, I mean, that
2: said, he did win by submission.
0: Yep. But, it, but it also, it told the story. Oh, well. And so that that would be my, like, third choice for Match of the Night. But that, that Hangman Page match at the end, it told a great story. It even it even featured a segment where Hangman kind of, I don't want to say flirted with the dark side, but that's kind of the way it was. When Dark Order came out to try to help him, and in his anger, he pushed uh, Alex Reynolds away and started a big old fight. Um... And and because of that, that um, um, kind of threw that match off and everything. So, But the, that told the best story, and it really was like the most satisfying. Uh, it even featured probably one of my favorite images of the entire night. Um, it was one of the last things you saw before it went off the air. Adam Cole is out. He's laying there on his back in the ring. He's done. Hangman Page has won the match. He's been announced. His arm's been raised, <clears throat> and he walks over and he kneels down next to to uh, Adam Cole, Bay. Bay and he lifts his hand up and he shakes his hand, shakes the hand of the unconscious Adam Cole, and then and then walks away. And it's such a great image to me of this unconscious Adam Cole getting his hand shaken shaken by. It by hangman page by doing page, cowboy shit
2: cowboy shit which is honoring mm-hmm. as good fighter, mm-hmm. which is uh, also
0: not a uh, a balcony jump <laughs> no it was not a balcony jump uh, <laughs> right. but so uh in the grand scheme of things this pay-per-view um i th- i do think we probably all can agree on on one thing of the pay per view, and maybe we can't. Maybe maybe I'm gonna be uh, talking. Yeah, maybe a bit you're out just assuming. Terms. I'm. A, yeah. I'm. A, I am assuming, but um, I. I feel like we all mm. can agree on this statement.
2: What the fuck's going on? Best
0: <laughs> pay per view of the year so far. What did we have so far? Ooh. We
2: had. We had Rumble, Royal we had Rumble, day one. one. Um, uh, we've had GCW. We had the hard justice.
1: Yes. So
2: Impact. best pay-per-view. I so don't far. I don't know how Impact went Saturday night. I
1: don't either technically. I didn't know I didn't watch I would Sacrifice. also say we have
2: not had an A plus pay-per-view yet this year.
1: I'll agree with that.
2: We I'll agree had with a, that. Because look, this pay per view is best of the years so far. It is the. It, it is an A minor. I don't think we've had an A pay per view yet this year. I think we have an A minus pay per view here.
0: Terry agrees with us and says even the free show was exciting. Heck yeah, it was. Fucking House of Black. I might feel up. better about make? this one
2: had fucking Bleacher Report worked. Right. Fight worked flawlessly. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I tried to buy it on flight.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, fine. I, I am going to say that Um, Seeing it in theaters uh, There were pluses and minuses to it The only minus was There weren't a lot of people there I wish there was more people there Um, But it was probably the best overall experience Watching a pay-per-view I've ever had Uh, Seeing it on Thanks, a 30-foot dude, screen I used to
2: sit on your couch and watch them with you, bud Yeah, you oh. did, did uh, You mean? know what I didn't have? <laughs> you know awful. what I didn't
0: have? A thirty-foot screen and movie theater popcorn and free refills on a soda. It's um, pretty I, big. I, get
2: there. Um, it's pretty big game. Yeah,
1: you know, I
0: suppose. Uh, uh, no matter how tight your is. Is. yeah. Now, is. now here's the deal. It would have been better if someone was able to join me for oh. the dude. I got the kids. Theater. So I got do I, kids, man. And yeah, I got cool like.
1: 4,000 kilometers away from you, so, you know.
0: Yeah. No, we speak in freedom units here.
2: <laughs> so it's 3,000 miles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 3,000 miles. Excuse me. <laughs> Our temperature today topped out at 30 degrees. Oh, Which geez. in Canada would be fucking hot.
1: Well, but it was not well, hot in, in here. Canada, I, I like how you just generalize all of Canada compared to just Omaha. Like, we don't have different fucking... You guys different... don't use was... Fahrenheit
2: anywhere in Canada.
1: No, but I'm saying our, our, our degrees Celsius is much different all across Canada. Yes, but
2: 30 degrees would still be 85 degrees in Canada, and that's still fucking hot.
1: That's fair, but it was minus one where we were, so... Huh?
2: Oh, so, it yeah. felt like minus 5. It felt About like the five. same temperature as it was here.
1: That's 30 degrees? That works? Okay. My bad. Yeah. I clearly yes. wasn't doing the... Uh... Alright, my bad, guys.
0: Yep. Okay, well, we, ha- yeah. we do have a question from Terry. He says, we seem to know our stuff. What is our opinion on the Hook? Um, JLB will have the most controversial opinion on Hook. Um, I think. Well, I mean,
1: right now I'm not, I mean, it's not even on hook. It's just on anyone that they bring in that faces a bunch of jobbers all the time. I think hook is, uh,
0: decent enough. How in the dare ring. you?
2: I just do commercial you. a jobber.
0: Yeah. He's a That's well-respected you veteran of 17 years.
1: <laughs> That's fair. That's still jobs to hook. um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, Hook is just—I'm not seeing anything. I—I I can't give me an opponent for Hook that's worthy enough. And no, Q.T. Marshall is not worthy enough because right now I'm not buying what he's selling. This whole little cool—the it, it, the only personality this guy has is his hair, which I get—that's probably what they're trying to do. Uh, but I—I I don't think this—he's gonna have anything else going for him. I—I I, I don't think he's Taz. You know what I mean? I don't think he's that human suplex machine.
0: He's not Taz yet, no. but that's that's the story they're telling eventually. Is that he's, he's not CB. Taz. No, it, it's that he's not. He's he's fun to watch. He is a rookie. Um, yeah. you know, that there are are going to be eventually he's gonna come against someone that he can't can't beat. You know, right. eventually they're gonna put him put him up against. But the thing is, uh just like Goldberg, and just like fucking every other streak they ever had. It has to start with nobodies. You can't have a person come in and immediately have a streak starting with... Goldberg's was
2: games. believable the whole way through, though. Yeah.
0: Hooks, not Hooks really to be believable until he
2: faces Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Or... or, but, or, or give me again, we went over... Daniel. We went, Orion, we went Daniel.
1: over, we went to over the Daniel. People. But if you put Daniel, I'm sorry for keep cutting you off. But 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 Daniel, if you put him up against Daniel Bryan, we all know he won't beat Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan will put this kid to a limit, and then we will respect him for it. He doesn't. The have to the win. thing
0: is, they're building up to it. He's gonna beat a uh, Lee Moriarty first. He's gonna beat a uh um, um Dante Martin. Um, Dante Martin probably or a or a um fucking Daniel Garcia um stuff like that uh yeah, terry well, brass had Diego. a problem that's
2: who he was talking about was Daniel I yeah was
0: like... with him no selling the rikishi bomb i i get it you know um that ultimately there's there's gonna have to be a chink in his armor right where where there's something that he's weak again but they are building him as kind of a prodigy you know where uh he's he's generation and he comes in and he's badass um but eventually they're going to have someone who, who has the answer to him. Um, I also think that probably they're going to eventually tell a story where he's, uh, to use the phrase, too big for his britches and thinks he's all that and then goes goes up against someone who just fucking knocks him I think him it should be him. Starks. Um, Starks would be a good I think should want
2: option. the FTW title.
0: Yeah. He should say, I, I, I want the, the title. FTW. I want that title. Yeah, I want that title. And, and, and Starks, Starks, Starks him. says no. This is mine.
2: And Taz says, hey man, you gotta own your own uh, shit.
0: So so yeah, I, I think that's what they're eventually doing here. Um, I I mean at first time I saw him, I thought he was very impressive. I we
1: actually if, saw a lot of MMA style, and he does a few, he does a few unique things. I like it. Like I like his style, but at the same time, I I just need to see that better opponent. I know it's still fresh, but it's like what six matches in already.
2: No, it's like 12, 15 matches in. It's quite 12, early. 15 matches in already? Like, come on. Let's go. Chop, chop. So the the other piece to this that, that really plays well for this, for what for what Smarks was saying, is there's a big piece to Taz. Taz is not going to be Rey Mysterio and I want my son to win. Taz is going to be the tough love dad. Two. And I can totally see him just be like, yep, nope, you're going to take some tough love. You're going to get your bumps <coughs> Uh, you to to out of your to
0: be the stickler for details, it is exactly six matches. Really? So far, from oh, see, yeah, I, I feel like I, it
1: was more. I than that. I I thought fifteen
0: was way too high, but yeah. I'm like, he might know more than he, me. He did. Uh, beat Fuego del Sol. Bear bronze. Everybody
2: beats Fuego.
0: Yeah, hey. that was hey. well. That was the story. Fuego didn't win a match until he finally got a uh a chance to to get a contract. Um. Bear Still Bronson, he beat match. Aaron Solo. He beat Serpentico in one minute. That was he, an awesome match, though. It was great. Serpentico <laughs> puts up the streamers, and Hook is oh, like, fuck that. Um, he beat Blake Lee on uh, Rampage, and Blake Lee's a nobody. And then QT Marshall. That's the story they're telling. He's working his way up, up a ladder, right? Um, the and next so step from QT, QT skips Marshall... A couple
2: runs, and gets bitch slapped.
1: Okay, now that we're done with the stepping ladder for like, I, I from the dollar store, would like, yeah, exactly. No more metaphors. Got it.
0: Yeah, I Can't I I personally think that the next step up from a QT Marshall is going to be a bigger name. You know, they built be. up QT Marshall as some someone to like a respected whatever. Um, and so the next one's going to be a, a bigger name, and I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, fucking Brian Cage or or whatever, but it could be a Bobby Fish or it could be a.
2: Love this. This is exactly what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Have him bite off more than he can chew from Starks. Yeah. And I... and that can hold together the Taz faction. It, like, it doesn't hurt the Taz faction because Taz would be like, no, nah, man, like, Hook wants a shot at you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then when Hook gets bitch slapped, go, you know, nah, man, you gotta you gotta take your lumps to be before you can be good.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, no, I I think that's a good story to tell that gets Taz more involved. What does Taz do? I think it uh, builds Starks right now, and it would build Starks too. Yeah, because
2: mm-hmm. Hook's got all this pop behind him.
0: Yep, you you could have Hook uh, beat Rod and Todd ass individually. Why you gotta do the ass boys like that, bro? Ass boys, hashtag ass boys.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they Dude, had such happens. a good
1: it's thing had going, such an
2: impact on.
1: Yeah, they, they they had such a good thing going with uh, Jurassic Express, and then pff, I was like, "This is the most I've known about the ass boys," and like, they're pretty good in the ring. And then after this, and it's like done. Okay, ass boys are done.
0: They'll be back.
2: Yeah, there's more to tell with the ass boys.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I would imagine they're building up to with this with this whole Rod and Todd yes, ass, boys. Uh, ass boys thing. They're building up to a ass boys versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen match
2: to have their name be back to
0: the Gun mm-hmm. Club. Yep, May, maybe <laughs> ass boys versus best friends. And
2: Billy standing there going come on ass boys isn't that bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think they do enjoy the ass boys though
0: they're like you know oh, what they're, they're definitely playing guys... into it yeah for um, sure. how long till his cursed leg is healed uh we we don't know specifically but I did mention earlier Dan Housen is now wearing his ring gear instead of just regular pants uh, so I would anticipate that that's a sign that he's pretty close to actually competing in the ring. And um, and so the next question is, does Tony Khan shell out money for the actual tequila song?
1: <laughs>
2: that's Side what note, Dan Housen that's what is now officially was? wearing more than I am. Mm-hmm.
0: You're poo-bearing it. Good to know. <laughs> Uh, I I would assume (laughs) Danhausen is really close. I mean, it has been five months since the injury, I think. Um,
1: uh, and that, you know, who's reportedly still out though. And reports are saying that she is back and off, on, off medical leave is Oscar.
0: Uh, she apparently has um uh disputed that claim. That's it, she's clear, but that's what I'm um, saying. But good. Um, looks like Dan Housen's last match was uh in November, November 26th. So we're four months, almost five away from it. And he said he's ahead of schedule. Um, so how much
2: if you're Dan Housen and you're like, I got I'm, I'm on AEW. And they buy ROH and put you on an ROH. Shirt. Do, you, do you go, oh, damn it? <laughs> now I'm in Roar instead of AEW, ANW. Very evil. with lots of money?
0: <laughs> he he, he did, did money. send out a tweet to uh, thank Tony Elite for um, vanquishing the evil uh, Dave Honor. And so. <laughs> yeah, no i i've been I've been anxious for Dan Housen to come to AEW for a good year, um, and so when he came out, I was like, "Yeah."
2: They're still missing two. They're still two missing two of our favorites, and they cut our promos at the beginning of our shows.
0: Mm-hmm. Dan the Dad and Warhorse. Dan the Dad did wrestle on Dark a few months ago, but yes, they didn't did, call he him. He got destroyed out.
2: by the Hobbs.
0: Yeah, he got destroyed and they called him Dan whatever whatever yeah, his real name is. Dan the dad. They didn't call him Dan the dad and I was sad. But he
2: had the glasses on and everything.
0: Yep. So. But anyways, well that that actually um I'm, as much as I'm loving this back and forth with Terry, uh Terry, next time we go live, uh, we it's hope to night. see you there. Tomorrow night for our fantasy booking. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, you can make it back uh, for the next. That's really close to a Dan Housen emoji. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I yeah, want that's... it. Okay. I want it. To... <laughs> uh, but so we're going to go ahead and close the books on emoji this review it. of uh, AEW Revolution 2022. Uh, best show of the year so far. It's It's going to be. Uh, tough for any of the promotions to get much better than this.
1: Did you watch Sacrifice though? Did you watch the most recent CNA pay per view?
0: I didn't get to watch I that. Um, okay. Uh, I I have did. You heard get... Any good things? I I heard some things. I did hear on yeah, two belts. Chelsea... Uh, I heard that. I, I did hear Chelsea Green unfortunately broke her um left Jesus. arm again. Oh uh, my god! This poor girl, man, never gets a break. Martin, so she Martin gets Cardona's lots of breaks, that's the problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's <it. laughs> um, uh, poor Chelsea Green. Hopefully it's a it's a oh, quick a quick recovery for her. Um I did get to see some of some of the highlights from Control Your Narrative. Uh that was Oh, a, that happened? Yeah, the first one of that was a fucking shit show. What it was. Uh, yeah. um, uh I uh She's still a hot mess
2: on our our podcast.
0: Yep. Well, she'll always be the hot mess to us. She's fucking gorgeous is what she is. Um, But uh, I've said this before because she was at the Zello Pro Show that we went to where I got that autographed all back there. She's one of the names on that. Um, And she is fucking stunning in person. I told you. I told
2: you before when you went.
0: Absolutely like. Wow. Okay, stop jizzing jo- over Chelsea Green. Jordan Grace she's is married. stunning as well, but was so Heather Reckless? Yeah, Heather. Reckless. She's tiny. Yes, yeah, like tiny you animal. can put her, put her in your pocket. Carry I want
2: to see Alexa Bliss versus Heather Reckless.
0: That would be a fun match.
2: T- tiny person match.
0: Yep, little tiny people. Maybe put Casey Catanzaro in it. Made it, make it a fun thread. Ah. Yes, it's no, triple, I, yeah. We do, red. we do know that it was her old hot mess gimmick, but Dude. we, we. Uh, we're playing on the name. They got side distracted because
1: they're because she's also herbs. fucking hot.
0: Anyways, um, but um, but yeah, no, the Zello Pro show was a, no the control your narrative. <laughs> with, they 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 were talking about how it's a sold out show. It was a sold out bar, right? It had maybe two hundred people in it. Uh, that's not really a sold out uh, wrestling show. Um, and I don't know. It just any anytime you fucking build up Austin Aries as one of your big stars nowadays. Yep, there she is, Chelsea Green, right there. She gave me a and heart. So there. Um, shut up. Pretty sure
2: she gave me a heart too. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, yep, there's
0: there's a heart on mine too. Shut up. <laughs> shut up.
2: She saw my fat fingers.
0: Heather Reckless like, oh, is number yeah, you're, seven you're, on you're, mine. You're is is Heather Reckless number seven on yours? She might be number five on yours. She's
2: number seven on
0: mine. Number seven. Huh. Green's number five. On you mine. guys were right beside each other. <laughs> no, I, I yeah, got, got, got mine I else. had mine almost entirely signed before he showed up at the show because he yeah. he showed up a little later than I did. Oh.
1: Okay. So
0: I had mine mostly mostly signed. You didn't by even time wait for
2: your friend. What is the, wrong? Detectives
0: is detectives are hourly and, and
2: DAs are our salary and so yeah. We,
0: he hmm. he had a long day at the court and he was late showing up. I wasn't going to just wait around and not get it autographed when I yeah, had a chance to. Um, <clears throat> this to is why he'd go something.
1: through the theater and remember that time instead of being with you in a living room watching wrestling.
0: <laughs> but, um, we usually do it without pants. Yes. Pants are entirely optional. Are TMI. <laughs> um. But anyways, uh, Control Your narrative was a shit show. Only one person took them up on the rant room and spent three uh, three minutes in a room with Austin Aries. Who knows what was said? Oh um, my god. <laughs> but frankly... Uh, Go they, get
1: vaccinated, you freaking...
0: They're putting it off as a victory on their part because they're like, look at all the fucking keyboard warriors who were too afraid to actually go in a room with one of us. And I, no, it had nothing to do with that. None of us wanted to give you money. Right. right. How much is a rant room? I don't remember how much. It was part of the VIP package with with them. So you so you bought your tickets to the show and you paid like fifty bucks extra to go in the rant room. I but, mean,
2: tell me you wouldn't go in there to uh, to tell Killer Cross, you know, basically his wife's hot. Yeah. I mean,
1: I wouldn't pay I, fifty dollars to go do it. I just tag him a whole bunch on Twitter until he <laughs> me, blocks me, and then I don't know. He I, and then I'll I would probably,
0: I would maybe do a rant room with Flip Gordon just to yell at him about being a flat earther. I mean, uh, dude, you were in the army, and now you travel all around the world for wrestling, right? And you still around are a flat earther. Yeah, around the outside yes. edges
2: because it's flat. <laughs> yes, and it's a diss.
0: I I do remember when the Flat Earth Society tweeted out that they have fans from all over the globe.
2: Um, All over the disc.
0: Yeah. No, they specifically said globe, and that's why it was really funny. Uh, uh, You you and all of us both, uh, Terry. You and all of us both.
2: Well, I still, I still want to see. Uh, I see Swaggle no comment. Give you. you a five star frog splash. You, you, Next time I pay in thirty five dollars, I'll put bucks. it
0: up. I'll put it up.
2: Or no, yeah. fifteen, fifteen bucks to have Cole Cabana put you in a <laughs> frog, frog splash. I, I, I'm gonna ask him again.
1: I mean, to be fair, you might get choked out though.
0: What a way to go.
2: What a way to go! I'm not like, happy. <laughs> Jordan Grace, or, or
0: either Jordan one. Pokemon <laughs> giving you a frost punch. Worth it. <laughs> either way, worth it. Whatever. Um, yeah,
1: that happy birthday uh, pie thing was
0: a bit. Uh, oh. That was. I, uh, I just disgusting. I, <laughs> I just want to say that that's that's really a recipe for a UTI. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um. <laughs> I actually
2: a, thought to myself, that's a great way to get a yeast infection. That is yeah.
0: so horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh Terry agrees with us on that on that uh birthday cake thing. But hey, yo, more power to her. No, that's it. I mean, whatever. She's getting paid too for it, so <laughs> Yeah. You know. I mean, more power to her, you know. Uh, get all that money. I, I, I like the the response uh Hey, so someone tweeted at at her you know the these wrestlers uh, uh, putting out these pictures just so just so men can jerk off to it and her response is well y'all, we're gonna do it anyways so we might as well get, get paid for it, for it. Paid you know? for um, but anyways on that note we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up for tonight we will be back tomorrow night or actually tonight um because of the way time works. Um, but we will don't be back said. tonight for uh, the Fantasy Booking Institute. You can follow us all over the social medias. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram at Raw and Order WBU, just like it shows right there. Uh, link is in the doobly doos. If you don't want to type things out, you can follow me on Facebook at Pissant Podcast. We do live stream this on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and. Uh, no, excuse me, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, although we will be doing some Twitch-exclusive streams, so if you want to catch all of our streams, make sure to follow us on Twitch. That's going to be where uh, you get everything there. Uh, but we do still also put this out as an audio podcast, so if you want to, you can find it wherever you listen to fine podcasts, um, Raw and Order, WBU, wherever you go. But you can follow Da Fave at...
2: Da K-Fave.
0: I nailed it that time. Yep. Boom. Got it right on there. And JLB is
1: at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Guys, guess what? I done did it. I bought WWE 2K22. And because I have the NWO for Life version, that's right, I bought the full-fledged version, I get to play it tonight. So you're going to see your boy JLB on Twitch playing some WWE 2K22. And that link will also be down in the doobly-doo along with anchor.fm slash RTR where you can listen to my podcast on any stream site that you like. And uh, guys, this was fun. Just like Revo- the Revolution pay-per-view, which I certainly really want to rewatch again. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to relive some of those moments again because it was spot on uh just like our hot takes for tonight on revolution best pay-per-view so far gotta watch the uh impact one i feel like that would be doing it injustice if i don't but uh certainly looks like it's going that route
0: um dare i even say probably going to be better than mania Ooh, that is a hot take i'm not disagreeing with you but that is a hot take Hot Uh, off the floor. Just got burned. Hot. Ah. Oh Ah, jeez. But on that note, we're gonna go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.
2: Tonight.